Welcome to Writer Syndrome, podcast about writing from start to finish. This episode, Russ launches a book. Yeah, he does. Hey, <laughs> I'm Russ. I'm that Russ. Joining <laughs> me always is Tim Latney. Tim, how are you? I'm excited that you're launching a book. I that feels like years from now. The smile, me. the smile on my face is. Oh probably, my god, uh, it's hurting. It's hurting my face. What What are you going through? How are you feeling? That's. I don't crazy to me. It's is so, it over? Are you I, done? No more books? <laughs> I'm just gonna you can go die now. It's yeah. Like, if there's if there's holes I need to be digging, I'm just gonna go do that for the rest of my life because <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, as of as of this episode's launch, the it is it is out there. It is out there to to purchase. So um, uh, it, at very least, you can go to Amazon and get it for the ebook. You can also get it Apple and what's it called? Nook Host. Oh yeah, <laughs> name of the book is Host. By me. By by Russ, Russell Capasso. Russ by, Capasso? By Russ Capasso, yes. Get out there. Go get it. Go get that. Go get that. If the paper book, uh, paperback and the hardcover are not out right now, uh, that's because I screwed up somewhere maybe a week ago. Um, past me. <laughs> <laughs> past me may have screwed up, but it will be coming. Paperback and hardcover will be coming shortly after that on Amazon and probably in other uh, areas, Barnes & Noble and stuff like that. So it's out there. This is it. The whole podcast. We've been doing all this leading up to this moment. That's amazing. One of, two, one of two big moments here. This being mine, yours coming soon. So I don't think I'm going to. I think I'll just continue to live <laughs> through you. And you're just going to be editing and editing. I'm, gonna, and editing. I'm never going to be done editing. <laughs> I'm on my sixth draft, literally. Um, you have it cut down to like 50,000 words and turn into a novella. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like multiple short stories. <laughs> I'm at 107K. I still I got to get to 100K before I can comfortably query. Yeah. I don't want to give them another reason not to respond to my email. (laughs) (laughs) Word count being one of them. Yeah. So that's it. It's done. We're done. I think that's it. We're done. That's it. (laughs) We're going home. Writer syndrome complete. We complete. We're done. No, we're not. That's not true. We're lying to you. We got more books. Do I have more books? What's what's happening? Yeah. What happens now? I mean, like... I mean, are you done writing forever? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, let's see what happens next. I have um, what happens next is like now this is day one of this being out in the world. I now shift into the brain that I don't really want to do, but I have to. I become sales marketing guy, Ugh. which I think we'll talk about a little bit more in like the next episode because uh, I'll be knee deep in marketing. Thank God I have so many people who work in the marketing industry, though, you know? I'm in nonprofit marketing, so it's a complete, a completely different beast. If you don't want to make a profit, I'm your person to market your book. Uh, I think I know I'll just some give it people. away places. <laughs> like Tim, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. <laughs> Use my powers for good. Oh man, no, that's good. At least you're doing that. Um, yeah, no. Then it's um, book two. Start book two. Um, I have started outlining it, uh, written some scenes for it. It's uh, going to be in kind of the same universe, not a direct sequel, but characters from this book will be pulled into this. So, yeah. I got a question though. You've been through this entire process. Oh. You know, we've oh. talked about it episode after episode, writer's chat after writer's chat. Yeah. Are you going to take a little bit of a break for yourself before you jump into the next thing? Like, are no. you burnt out, fatigued? No. You want to breathe? No. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't want to sit around. You know, like when you get a new job, like you finish yeah. a gig and then you get a new one and a lot of people take a week or two off just to kind of nope. reset. No, I, I think my week or two off is going to be, you know, it's out now probably for the next two weeks. Uh, it will be me taking time off from maybe thinking about book two and focusing on marketing and pushing this book and getting everything, all the channels correct and everything in the right spot. Uh, and then it's going to be, hopefully I can turn that into like the part-time job I do in the afternoons is just promoting the first book. And then in the mornings, it's just, I want to get right back into it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready to start working. So, but no, I'm not feeling any fatigue. I'm- Have you like rewarded yourself along the way? I mean, I work on like a cookie system, right? Like I did a thing, <laughs> you get a cookie. 
Yeah. Have you like made sure to like, are you, have you there's, rewarded yourself there's, for there's finishing a, this There's thing? a nice bottle of scotch sitting right next to me that I'll be opening once we're done with this episode. So <laughs> it's early, dude. <laughs> yeah. eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Depends on when you listen. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll reward myself with a little something, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just ready. I'm ready to start the next thing. Um, I guess because you don't feel done per se, you're starting this whole process has been like starting your path as like a writer. Yeah. So you're not, if anything, I guess you're probably thinking about ways you can improve the process for next time. Like, is there some takeaways that you've had from this process? Obviously, we've chatted about them on the cast, but there's like some takeaways that stand out to you that would be time saving or having a much better plan going into revision process. That's Mm. that's me. Number one, I think this one, I had no idea what I was doing. So I was just kind of piecemealing it together and it felt like such a drag and it was such like a draining part of this whole thing. And I don't think it needs to be that way. At least I think I can make it less so. Um, So I think next time, once I get my outline and kind of, you know, get things and all my prep work ready for book two before I start writing, I'm like, okay, once I finish this, what's my timeline? What's like my, Mm. you know, where, where do I take a little bit of a breather and maybe work on something else? Or when do I start the revision process and what are my expectations for each revision, you know? Yeah. And honestly, the other thing that ties really into this is like picking kind of, you know, a ballpark launch date, like ahead of time and being like, okay, if I start writing this book now, when, when do I want this to be out? You know? Yeah. Even if it's just like 2024 Q1 start there, you know? And then as I finish draft one, draft two, okay, narrow it down to like, you know, May of 2024 or something like that, you know, or uh, March or something, you know? And then as I get closer and closer, pick a date. I think those things like better revision planning, uh, what I want to get out of each revision as I go through Mm -hmm. it. Um, I think I'm going to skip doing like the content edit from an editor, professional editor. I think I'm just going to go right really? to, yeah, I think I'm just going to go right to uh, copy line edit. Wasn't that crazy helpful for you though? For first book, it was really helpful. And I think I learned a lot from it. And I think I'm mm. going to lean on beta readers a bit more uh, for like catching some stuff. Interesting. Uh, I think I'm going to change that process a little bit too and like have some more refined tasks for beta readers. And I also mean to expand my beta reader like group out uh to not just being it's like, interesting friends I mean, of friends think, so. yeah just thinking about like you going through that process the content edit was a heavy lift it was huge but it seemed like you were actually really happy with whereas I the totally copy was. line edit was something that you felt was could be improved upon it was the proofread that could have been i think uh, oh okay that one i think could be approved approved upon but the copy line edit no that was super helpful because that got into the nitty-gritty and also was covering like some content pacing issues too. Mm. Um, and I just think now I like, I feel better about story structure and where to, you know, pace things and how to, you know, going through this, this process, like learn so much. Um, I obviously have more to learn and refining it, but I think I've got a better idea. So um, we're coming in, right? So you're launching or would have launched with the release of this cast. Mm-hmm. your ebook looking back if you could do it over again or since you will be doing it over again in the future would you prefer to launch ebook and physical book on the same date or is this yeah. something that you're intentionally kind of spreading out i think i'm okay with spreading out a bit it might it might allow me to give me like these talking points and like kind of maybe boost things like hey i got a you know paper book is out there maybe i'll catch like some new people for that but i think next time i I definitely want paperback. I want to make sure absolutely paperback and uh, ebook are out on the same day. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And hardcover, like I'm okay. I think with that waiting, I think that's fairly common is like the hardcover will wait after to see like if how sales are doing with a paperback and for self-published. Yeah. For, self-published. for, for traditionally published, it's the inverse, right? Hardcovers out first, then paperback comes later. I'm actually not sure. I mean, hardcovers, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe you, you've 
done found something about that, but I, I don't know, actually. I think... Um, I mean, I, I could be going off I'm, of like really old, <laughs> like mean, my going to Barnes & Noble as a kid, but like my experience is that the hardcover has come out first, yeah. unless it doesn't necessarily have hardcover option. If it's like, maybe it's established authors will do that because they're expensive, Yeah, right? Compared to like the, you know, mass market paperbacks. Well, that's the other thing too. I, uh, the hardcovers, they are very expensive. And then ha- putting them in a store, uh, man, I get a price that's so high to make a dollar, you know? And I was like, I don't want to price a, my first time novel at $28 for a hardcover just to make a buck. Like, I'll buy a couple. <laughs> it's two bucks well, right there. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But, you know, and, and that's, I think some of that's expected, but I have to, another avenue I need to really, really kind of figure out pricing and um you know those expectations so then hardcover paperback and ebook will all have different price points yeah hopefully later this year i'll have this fall i'll have an audiobook coming which i think actually most people look for these days wow <laughs> i think a lot of people won't even look at a book if there's not an audiobook so i think there's a huge portion of, of people who, who prefer audiobooks so yeah but that's and i think that's that's one i'm okay with holding off on because i can you know, it's just another avenue for his revenue source or another avenue for people to find your book. And that's okay, I think, to really settle it later. Um, I think taking that all on on day one was was a lot when I thought about it. And I could see arguments on both sides. Like my gut is somebody who like markets but doesn't earn money from it. It feels like if you could do it over again, you know, you'd want to release everything at once. Yes. Whereas I understand the emotional need to get it out you know, to get mm-hmm. the EPUB out and to keep moving. And I honestly can see like a retcon benefit of keeping, of, of having you something continually to market, like new pieces of it. Yep. So, I mean, I think both can be argued, but in my head, like a consumer, you want to present them options. Yeah. As opposed, because then it's one consumer, you know, who's getting a plethora of options as opposed to different consumers kind of being funneled into these these other channels, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. Some in like three months, Somebody will be able to choose, presumably, hardcover, paperback, ebook, audiobook. Yeah, and it depends but on your, right now. Yeah, I don't it know. De- depends on your goals, but I like. I also I agree, and I I would have preferred to have all formats out on the on the one day because as soon as you start really pushing, um, like I probably really won't start pushing marketing and ad and ads and stuff like that until I've got the paperback and hardcover kind mm. of ready to go. Because, like you said, yeah, I definitely want to have people have those options because. A lot of times this is going to be like one of those, you know, um, it's like when you're walking out of the grocery store and like, oh, candy bar, you know, impulse buy situations where like someone's yep. going to see an ad if they click on it and all of a sudden they come to a page to purchase and I don't have the format they want. I just lost that yep. person or potential totally. lost that person, you know? That's what I'm thinking, right? Because there's so many times where I'm like, yeah. I'm in the mood for an audiobook or like I'm heading to the beach, right? Yeah. I'm not going to bring an ebook. Yeah. Because I'm not going to bring my iPad. Right. Then you're like hoping that person remembers after that kind of momentary interaction that they're going to come back to it when they will have their ebook or something. Or maybe they're going to go on, they're going to try to run more or something. So they want the audio book. And there's also, you know, the, I've also been reading like the number of touches sometimes someone needs before they decide to purchase something is like somewhere in like, what is it, three, four, five touches, something like that? Yeah. I mean, I I mean, seven or whatever, whatever the number is, right? Like, I think the old marketing lingo is like three, but I'm sure it's more than that. Um, It's probably because there's just so much out there. Like you probably had to hit hit the person a couple more times to like get them to actually commit. So I think, uh, yeah, I, this is like, again, uh, this is gonna be a massive learning process, I think for me. Um, and maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe I'm doing it right. I've had some people say like, Oh, maybe you should wait and really build up, you know, build up more of hype. And I'm like uh, building up hype for a brand and a book and that no one knows about, I don't know if that's the right thing. And, um, a part of me is just like, well, I need to get this thing out so I can work on the next book because the next book is going to be the best marketing for the first book. Yeah. Just to keep it moving. 
Yeah, and, and there's other goals too. And I, again, I was fumbling back and forth with this too, with like the pricing, like what are the goals? Do I price it really low and just look for like a ton of sales and get reviews to get going? Or yeah. do I price it a spot where I may, I may not, I may not sell many, but you know, maybe I'll at least recoup my costs of production, you know? Yeah. I don't think I've actually really made a hard decision on it yet, which is not good. You should have that planned out. Um, but I, I have how I feel about it. Cause we talked about it. I don't know if I feel right. I mean, I'm definitely, I think echoing Jeff Morrison's sentiment about yeah. at least when he priced his ebook low, it did sell a lot, yeah. but the reviews were then lower because there was less of a intrinsic value. Yeah. felt by the reader of it yeah um which is tough because those reviews could hinder future sales you know yeah. when it's no longer priced as persuasively i mean unfortunately and i don't know if unfortunately i think it's just kind of the world is anyways like you, the reviews are huge i mean word of mouth reviews someone telling you it's good or even just seeing it on amazon or good you know good reads or something like that um you know it's, totally. de it's definitely a driving point so getting those is important but i think I've got a plan in my in mind and I've got like year long plan basically for like marketing and like campaigns I'm going to run to like run at different discounts at different points in the year. I mean, I love the idea of discounts, right? It's just the idea of I'd be so hesitant about pricing it low, like pricing it at like 99 cents or a dollar because I don't yeah. think it's representative to the amount of work that you put in to this piece. Like you put so much time and effort. I mean, it's a professional piece of art. So Thanks, to price man. it so low, at least... <laughs> At least if it's like if it's like visibly like seven ninety nine slash slash you know three ninety nine two ninety nine three ninety nine that's yeah. fine but if it's like just that forever even three ninety nine like I don't know I think that's fine but ninety nine is it feels yeah like I've bought ninety nine cent books just to support an author I never read them because yeah. I honestly don't I mean it's probably <laughs> wrong but I'm like how can this be quality if you're pricing it so low and I just have this implicit bias about that low price point um I agree with you I'm like on the same page so. Uh, Again, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how it works. Um, but yeah, I, I would prefer the, you know, the ebook will be $7.99 and then discounting it down to $3.99 or whatever. But I'm proud of you, man. You killed Thanks. it. So you Thanks, like dude. head down, got through this. And I know, you know, you went off schedule, you know, there was delays, you know, hit so many different stopping points and hurdles, but you got through, man. I mean, that's huge. Absolutely yeah. huge. That Like you say, you know, the tag for this or the slogan for this cast is from start to finish. You got there. Whew. That's crazy. I Whew. mean, forget all the marketing baloney. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I know it's important, but for me, like the, the core of the process is making time for yourself, setting a writing schedule, sticking to it, yeah. finishing the damn thing, and then editing it and then getting it out there. Marketing is a whole other beast and a whole other, you know, part of our brains. Yeah. You did it. It's it's very impressive. Thanks, so man. congratulations, dude. Like it's it's aspirational. I hope I get there. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you will. Because because uh, uh, you, I, we have goals. I've set goals for you that you need to get done. So you need to get this out there as well. I just need to edit a few more times, a few more hundred times. <laughs> no, you, this is it. You get one more and that's it. You're done. <laughs> seventh? I get a seventh edit? Not at all. But yeah, no, thank you. It's um, I would say we talked about this like, what, two, maybe a week or two ago. Whenever last time we did actually just our writer's chat. And like, I would say the last two months, I was like, man, I just feel like burned out and like just down and like kind of weird about this whole process. And like then over the, like, I don't know what happened, like over the last two weeks, maybe I just snapped myself out of it. It's good. I'm, it's good to go. Like I'm, I'm, I got all the pieces. It's, you know, it's ready to go out there. And like, so now it's like this, the last two weeks leading up to this has just been like, okay, I'm kind of a mad scramble for all these things I need to do. And I was like, you know what, only do what you can right now. 
one step at a time. And this time I was like, I, I have to pick a date. I have to pick a date and just get something out there and it's yeah. okay. And like, just focus on this, the stuff I can do right now. And, and this is kind of how it's shaken out, but I'm okay with that. Cause, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm and excited I'm, about it. So it's, you know what? I think it's important too, right? Like as much as I was like leaning towards, Hey, give yourself a cookie, you know, take a break. I think it bears repeating, you know, I read that, um, that bird by bird book by Anne Lamont. It was good, but well, one of the, one of the really memorable takeaways was is that finishing a book and publishing or getting published it's not gonna make you happy yeah it's not the finish line it's it's not the goal that's kind of like an arrival fallacy Mm. it's the process and we've said it before you know you will get if you get enjoyment out of writing you know the day-to-day that's kind of where i think you should focus if you think you will get happiness from finishing and like publishing and being getting your little gold star you need to readjust your your perspective yeah and i like i said i'm i'm excited i'm excited this is done so i can work on the next one like, right uh, I mean, that's I'll, why it's really interesting which feels so weird to me i'm like oh no you're done dude yeah like, yeah like no no about the bubbly like, but you know it, no and I think you're, you're right. right i think you're correct yeah I, and and that no and that is completely completely true and it's it's and i think why i'm like i've been happy over the last two weeks is knowing like, there is a finish line I don't have to edit this thing anymore. The cover design is yeah. all done. Like everything looks great. I'm happy. I'm pumped. I just have to upload some files and learn how to do some st- stupid stuff in Ingram Spark and Amazon. Um, yep. And that's it. And I was like, I'm excited because you know what this means? Once this is all done and I click go, I get to work on the next book. You get to work <laughs> like, on the next thing. Yeah. I just want to get won't into, lose that momentum, right? You know, I just want to start writing the next one. And yeah, a hundred percent. That is what's making me happy is the thought that I'm going to be like, I'm like two weeks away from just the next thing and diving head into that and just picking up some of these characters that I really enjoy and like having them in this new, this new situation, new scenarios, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm just excited. About it, the it'll stories, be important so. to keep in mind too, as like, as you start seeing sales numbers, no matter what they are, right? Like yeah. I think people, I mean, I see it on Twitter all the time where people are like, I didn't sell any books today. I didn't sell any books this month, you know? And it's, Sad. it like stabs their hearts. Right. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, and like, how, and how will that affect their motivation to write the next thing? Yeah. Right. And and yeah. it could completely kneecap them. All of a sudden we've introduced another roadblock. Yeah. How did the last one sell? How is the last one selling? Yeah. It's just important to keep it in focus that, you know, it's that kind of yeah. routine, that meditative process that's the reward. And it's not necessarily obviously you need to pay rent, but eh. in a world of there's no other rent, ways to do that. <laughs> there's other ways. There's like I said, there's plenty of holes to dig. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as I just keep doing this. Yeah, I think if I sell one copy or I sell like a million, obviously one of those numbers would be great. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I'm just happy that I, it was something I wanted to do and I completed it and it's done and I saw it through from start to finish. Uh, no pun intended to bring the tagline back. But um, but that again, like I just get to work on the next, the next thing. So And I do think the next thing is another opportunity to sell this book, especially if you're in world. Yeah. If you're continuing with some of the characters. Oh, I'm excited about the story too. I was like mapping it out the other day and kind of working through some of the beats. And I was just like, oh, the story I have here, I'm excited for. Like, I want to see this. I want to read this. I want to watch this movie or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I got excited about it. And I was like, okay, well, now I got to figure out all like the plotting stuff and what's actually going to happen in here. But I have like the, the kind of like some of the major moments like are there and I'm just getting them kind of in picture and refining them. So I know I sound like a broken record, man, but it's inspiring. It's like you've been through this whole process and now you're like, all right, do it again, but better. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are all the way back at this, like the start again. Yep. Now let's, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's going to be the process. It's going to be interesting to see how where I improve and and how your writing changes and like evolves yeah. a little bit. You'll know not to start in first person this time. Uh, yeah, like so so many things, <laughs> so many things I've learned. Unless you want to, unless, no, no. but it will be a very thought out decision. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, you'll have POV hammered down as opposed to what POV am I going to be? in? Yep. No, I got all that stuff for you. I figured that all out, you know, yeah. speaking of comps ahead of time, you know, having like, yeah, yeah, yeah. having those already and like, oh, having the ending figured out. Yeah, that's like that's number one, oh, focusing yeah. on my <laughs> ending and making sure that makes freaking sense, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you my biggest issue with, with where I am right now is that like what I am learning currently is that I should have edited harder earlier, mm. but I should have taken more time in between my first draft and my second draft to get more distance. I think I took about a month yeah, and then I gave it an edit and I don't think I had, I was still treating my, like my ideas and my like sentences, like they just needed to be cleaned, but I think they really needed to be cut. You know, I think I had a lot of stuff to cut and I wasn't comfortable cutting it. And now I am this yeah. six, six drafts in. Yeah. I'm like, I'm cutting what I should have cut three drafts ago yeah. because I don't feel attached to it because so much time has passed. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've lost a lot of time by rereading and like just cleaning yeah. and not really addressing you, those issues you so. were hanging you were hanging on to your darlings like right and that's no, like i was hanging on to my darlings you needed to cut those earlier and that would have put you that would have set you up in a spot to like okay i've cut that stuff now i can get into like the nitty-gritty edit instead of doing nitty-gritty edit then realizing to cut and then kind of cutting and then yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean it needed like i gave it like a, a read through i thought i gave it a strong edit before beta but i didn't like yeah. i didn't it, yeah. it needed it needed more time in the cooker and um, I think the beta readers brought up things that I probably should have caught yeah. um, sooner. So anyway, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to you starting again because I love those conversations, you know, yeah. the, like those kind of content. I'm stuck. You know, I love working through the logic of. Oh, we're, we're going to be having creation. we're going to be having one of those conversations soon. So get ready. <laughs> so I saw this nice little clip from Bill Hader where he was talking about it was years ago. He was talking about like script writing. And he was like, you know, he's realized over time, you know, with writing scripts, and maybe this is when he was like, you know, shopping Barry or whatever, that when he brought his script to friends, they were almost always right when they said something didn't work. Like, oh, this relationship doesn't work. You know, this scene doesn't work. Yeah, They're correct there, but their solutions are always wrong. Like yes. their impulses on how to fix it are incorrect. So that's your opportunity as a writer to hone in and find your own solution but he was like nine out of 10 times. And I'm paraphrasing when they said something wasn't working, they were correct about that. It's just yeah. their ideas on how to fix it. Weren't weren't right. Weren't, weren't his ideas, you know, yeah. weren't the right ideas for the piece. Right. And I thought that was really interesting because it's still value. And like, it makes me think of all the times I've chatted with you or all the times I chat with Jill and I'm like, this isn't working. And then I'll throw out some garbage solution. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I've but definitely done it for you, but there's still value there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've actually taken maybe a, a good amount of your solutions, actually. Oh boy. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're really earning that for Russ at the beginning of my book, man. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> no, nah. no, nah, it's going to my kids. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and Russ. <laughs> <laughs>
kids and Russ. And Russ. Dot 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 and Russ. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that is kind of interesting, and, and it's and it's true. And like I think we come you come across a problem, you're like yeah, this isn't working, and then I, I try to frame at least if I'm throwing out suggestions, you're like these are just suggestions. Like it's also more of just like get your brain thinking. Like, I don't know if these are right or wrong, but it's like more to get you yep. thinking. Like oh, is this something you do? And then you come up with like making it work. But all right, man. Well, I'm gonna go buy your book. Nice. Yeah, get on there right now. You can go to hostthebook.com if you'd like. Host the book. Hostthebook.com. You can go there and I'll bring you right to a, the landing page. You can click on wherever. I'll have links up there for, for you to click around and clickety-click and buy. Or you can just go to rescapasso.com too. Sign up for a newsletter. I'll go there. Yeah, sign up for the I, newsletter. <laughs> oh, is that happening? Is that yeah. moving forward? Yeah, there'll be a newsletter. It'll be out there. Telling you when the paperback's coming. Telling you when the hardcover's coming. <laughs> And what else is it going to have in there? Probably some oh, writing pic- tips? pictures of like not my dog, you know, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, stuff about this podcast because we're still sell be doing me this. sell me your brand. What are you going to put in there? You're going to like uh, makeup Tim, tips, Tim. All of this. You can't see me listening, but I'm just like it's just all of me. You know? It should be beard care. Beard what care. What do you do to maintain this beard? There's going to be humor in there. I'll give you jokes. I'll give you one liners. You know, I love it icebreakers because i'm pretty good at that all sorts of value sign me up yeah that's it it's out there go 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 buy it buy it buy the book and actually leave needs re- to pay rent i gotta pay rent i am starving i'm a, star- <laughs> I'm a starving artist actually i just need Whoa. to really I'm, i can't wait i'm about to eat a really nice sandwich um oh yeah go buy it and leave a nice review or a terrible one doesn't matter just leave a review no no leave a nice one don't listen to them that's absolutely five stars four stars four stars yeah yeah make it realistic four stars and be like loved it loved it maybe a couple more words than that you can cut a year off of the production you know what (laughs) (laughs) wanted it sooner wanted yeah where's the hardcover i couldn't put it down i had to throw it across the room four stars (laughs) i broke my e-reader yeah if you need And if you need help, just use ChatGPT. Just pump in some nice comments in there and let uh, that write the review for you. Done. Yeah, I guess that's okay. You can AI your comments. What are you uh, watching, reading, Henning? I want you to go first. What are you? I, mean, I feel like I always go first and then uh, okay. I ramble on. What are you watching and reading? I'm not doing much these days. I just finished Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Uh, it was good. I don't know if I'm going to dive into I think it's a part of a trilogy. Everything's part of a trilogy, right? Um, I don't know if I'm going to dive into books two and three just yet. Uh, it's a It's great world building um and uh I, I enjoyed reading it uh some great uh themes in there to explore um but i just started uh was it slow slow horses by nick heron see uh not familiar yeah it's like a uh british crime story it's um it's on uh, apple plus i think apple tv or whatever okay apple tv plus whatever they call it these days um with gary oldman it's a tv show on there that everyone I guess is enjoying. Uh, but I just started that I'm about a third of the way through. I'm like, so it's only like a 300 on the Kindle. It's like a 300 and change book. Uh, I'm like about a third of the way through the writing. I, it reads real smooth, really, you know, uh, but there have been, I don't know, a million characters introduced. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Just a million. And, I, and it's just like, I think cause like it's based on like a little team of people who have been kind of downgraded to work at the, the slow horses, which is just like a, like a, I don't think it's like a secret service, but like they're investigators, stuff like this, but they're kind of like the bottom of the rung, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, a million characters. And I think this crew is like five or six people. And then there's a bunch of other characters all in juice and everyone's got their like description right off the bat. So it's like, yeah, I don't know who everyone is. You get the, he starts weeding into like the top two or three characters. It feels like you need to pay attention to. Um, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of heavy intro, uh, but I'm enjoying it so far. So outside of that, 
Um, you know, I uh, when I was doing comps, I read uh, Bird Box, you know, which made was made into that Netflix movie for a oh, yeah. There was like a million characters in a house. And I just, and maybe it's just me, but I, I could not picture them. I couldn't place them. Yeah. They were just like floating names that I had the hardest time caring about. And did they do like heavy description of them when they first introed them or? I don't think so. I think okay. it's pretty sparse throughout. Okay. Yeah. This is but pretty almost, almost too sparse. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've talked about like, what's the balance of like, do you give all like dark hair, wears sunglasses, has the beard and wears khakis all the time and sneakers yeah. and socks. And this is the kind of pair of socks he wears on Tuesdays. Like, do you give all that right off the bat or do you give like <laughs> yeah. kind of trickle it out? I'm more of like a trickle it out type of, I prefer that. Give me like the one or two things that like, give me like a tick or something like I could associate the name and the, th- you know, the thing with them. Um, yeah. And then you can tell me what kind of shoes they wear, like in a 14 chapters later or whatever. Right. Yeah. Watching wise, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm an old man. I just started watching Jack Ryan season four, which, you know, that's like dad TV, but I'm not a dad. Season four of that? Season four, buddy. Oh my God. You could have had a whole separate family. I know. Uh, and Witcher three, season three, I think, right? Season three. Yeah. They're on season three. Is just, that worth watching? Like I watched the first season and i was like oh, okay yeah and then i, I kind of noped out in the second season oh yeah no it's it's fun it's good i enjoyed it uh season two uh, season one and two are really good season three they did this thing where they split it up so you got part one and part two it's kind of obnoxious mm. so i watched the first two episodes of season three i think they dropped they were gonna drop three and three um and by the time this episode airs it'll all be out so i was like let me just hold off and i watched the first episode of season three i'm like i don't remember all who everyone is like i remember the obviously girl and like the main characters but i was like all these other side characters all their motivations i don't know what they want i don't remember yeah. anything and it's like a there's like a nine minute long season recap and i was like i watched it, i was like i still don't know what's going on i don't know who's who so started re-watching season two just so yeah. i could like remember everyone you know it drives me a little crazy and it's one of those a fantasy I mean, story. it's not marketing per se, but it's like it's like IP visibility. Like we've known for about a year that Henry Cavill is leaving Witcher, yeah, and that he's being replaced with Liam Hemsworth. Like, Liam Hemsworth. Yes, that makes me less interested in watching the mm. show. Because you like, get invested in this character, yeah, this actor, this yeah. iteration of the character. Then, like, I feel like my time isn't being valued. Yeah. Not to say you can't recast. It's just that. God, if they if if at all possible, they should have slowed production down and kept it closer to the chest. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's an attrition when there isn't that kind of dedicated. Like people like you get connected. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what they did with like the DC movies. Yeah. Like why in God's name did they announce James Gunn and the new DCU, like the yeah. new universe there? And then they still had like three or four, four yeah. old movies from the one that's going to be erased. <laughs> like. It's, it's it's crazy to me, and it's the complete opposite of what Feige's doing with Marvel, where Marvel's bringing along like all the Fox X Men stuff, and maybe it won't be a hundred percent canon, but he's but, valuing people's time in a way. Yeah. Same thing with Spider Man movies, like yep. you've got Andrew Garfield, you've got Toby, you know, now you've got you know Logan popping into a Deadpool movie that will be. It's like yeah. my time feels respected, yeah. whereas everything is being reset for the DCU, and I feel like. The, the folks who are into the Snyderverse and the save the Snyderverse, mm. their time has not been respected and they no. have not handled that gracefully. No, no. And even for like pop culture, general awareness, it's like, who's going to go see Blue Beetle? Like <laughs> they're doing reshoots on the new Aquaman movie. Like I don't, it's, it, they're just the Flash movie tanked. I don't know. It's just, it Tess. feels like such a terrible, terrible leadership and yeah. a terrible marketing choice to announce early. Yeah. 
absolutely no, not. I agree, and I agree in coming back to like the Henry Cavill thing too. Like, uh, probably after season three, I don't know, maybe season, I don't know, maybe I'll see season four and if Liam Hemsworth steps up. But I don't know, Henry Cavill's like, I don't know, he kind of nailed it. Like, and he loves it too. He loves the game. He's like a nerd about it. He loves the yeah. character, and you can tell he's like all in on it. Um, so and yeah, there was like some chatter around, like he left or he was hard to work with because he really liked the books and like, yeah. so then, th- then you infer like, oh, do the showrunners not like the book? Like it just ruins the investment in the IP, I think. And they, yeah. there should be like, I don't know. It's also like, there's they like, shouldn't eight... be talking about it publicly if they want people to give a shit about their show. A hundred percent. And also there's eight books. Like, what are you yeah. doing? You know, like, this is kind of like a paint by numbers thing. Don't, don't, uh, you know. There's eight books, and I think that story is done. I don't know if there's more to it. It's not like it's like a George R. R. Martin situation here, where like, oh, we got to we story uh, show and is caught up and is passing the books, and we got to come up with something. Um, yeah, but it's like you have all this content to work from. Why would you? Why would you shift away from those things? I don't know how closely the show runs the books. I didn't read the books. Uh, I may dive into them, but like, I started. They were like a little much. <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't get invested. Yeah, they read. They read like no offense. They read a little bit like romance. Ooh, nice fantasy romance. I'm gonna yeah. dive into writing fantasy romance. I think it's gonna be next. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll read that. Hot and steamy. Uh, so what do you got? What do you? What do you? Nothing. You just been... Yeah, I mean, I'm still working through that Broken Earth. I'm yeah. just about done with that first book. It's awesome. So you know, good. I... so good. And uh, I've got Psycho by Robert Block on deck. I might okay. read that as like a beach read. Nice. And um, that's about it. And then watching, I watched uh, the new indie, which was. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? It was okay. Silly. It gets silly at the end, right? It sees a vestige of a begotten time, which is, you know, I think there's some messaging in the movie kind of about that. But it's just it's the wrong moment in time to celebrate that character, unfortunately, especially as somebody who works in museums. I feel like a little. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) It doesn't belong in a museum. It belongs with the people who owned the artifacts, right? Like that's the, yeah, yeah. so if your tagline is so passe that it's somehow become offensive, it's like maybe, you know, I'm happy to see Indy go out on this note as opposed to Crystal Skull. I, th- I thought they handled, you know, that well. And I think Harrison Ford showed up and did a yeah. great job, like you said last time. Um, better, better than Crystal Skull. I could have gone. Better I than Temple why, Doom? Though, like I got to rewatch. I doubt it. Yeah. I, that's a tough one. Some people said it was better than Temple Doom. I was kind of like, eh, it's close, but I don't know if it's better because Temple Doom, I don't know. It's not a good movie, but there's something about it. I guess just the time it came out, I was a kid and saw it and it's just, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, I can say my kids enjoyed the film. Like, I feel like yeah. they contemporized it enough where they, were, they weren't they were bored and they were excited and yeah. you know, they were actually gasping at moments. It was cute kind of looking over and seeing their expressions for certain, yeah. certain scenes. Um, I will say the whole de-aging thing, I understand narratively why they did it, because they like want to get people up to speed who hadn't seen the previous four or yeah. movies. Yeah. But I hated it. I absolutely like a... hated it. The voice and the voice is tough. Not even the I mean, yes, the voice is tough. And like you had said before, like it didn't land for me. It still no. felt like not like Polar Express, but I was just like, <laughs> what are we even doing? Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. Like I would have rather the movie start. You know, with current forward, with no de aging, I would have rather a montage of previous movies yeah. than giving us that kind of de aged thing. And it's, and it, it it's wasn't just showy. It wasn't less short. It wasn't like a short piece either. It was like no, the first it was like a big piece. 30, 40 minutes of the movie. I think it was it was a long piece. Like it was the other thing that surprised me too is that I mean, obviously, a lot of the Indiana Jones movies took place like in a pre CG era. 
I was surprised that, at least for me, the negative sentiment around Crystal Skull was that there was too much crappy CG, yes. especially in Act 3 of that movie. Yes. I cannot believe that they doubled down on CG in this movie. I figured they would have taken a much more kind of tactile analog approach in your top gunny Mission Impossible vein, yeah. where like you use CG to accentuate things, but you're not on a stage you know there's something about being in place yeah and so much of it did feel like you're in front of a green screen type of stuff and it yeah yeah takes you out um, of it. it 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 took me out of it it was just an interesting choice but i still i mean those are minor gripes it was it was the best you could do with that character in a contemporary setting where that type of character should be sunset yeah you can't you can't modernize it enough. You know? No, no. I think it's I think it's good. We're done. We're done. I feel like We're you done. can't. You don't want to cancel indie, but you know, it's we're time done. to. We're done. We're hanging off up. into the sunset. We're 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 hanging up the hat and the whip. We're you done. can almost cancel indie. It's like you walk. A, it's a fine line. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sure. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one thumb up. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. I buy that. I buy that for a dollar. Is that I it? won't buy it on Blu-ray. And that's it. All right. Well, I guess we're done here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess what I got to go buy your book. You have two two action items here. Buy, buy the book. Buy the book. Sign up for your news. Oh yeah. Or I was gonna say read the book, but you don't. Have, you guess you've already read it. So you well, keep... I, I honestly, you're. I haven't read it since it's been content copy and line edited. Oh, so there's gonna be some new stuff in there for you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Give it a read. It's a. It's a. It'll be a nice beach read. Um. But you I, I read the iPad, producer's so. cut of it. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the assembly cut, like Alien 3. Yeah, so buy the book, read the book, newsletter, and review. So you got four action items. I'm sorry, that's a lot. Just buy the book. I got one more because I'm going to buy the ebook, yep. and then I'm coming back and I'm going to buy a, a few of the paperbacks. Oh, awesome. I'd even get a hardcover if it comes out. I want to yeah, be able to give these around. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it'll be there. I it'll, like, you know me, I like it. Let's, you, you, you know, you, uh, you poo-poo me for buying physical things. Yeah. Until it's your physical. Until it, well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Then buy all of them that you possibly yes. can. You're like, oh, Please. Tim doesn't download movies. He buys discs. He likes Blu-rays and Ugh, 4Ks. Blu-ray. Buy my book. Buy, buy my, my book. hardcover. Buy my hardcover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you do with your space. My space, I'm going to have one version of my book sitting on my shelf and that's it. You better have a box of your book. You got to go schlepping around town. Oh, God. I mean, my, my my little 600 square foot box here is going to be just stacks of them, probably. Dude, honestly, I mean, congratulations. It's, Thanks, man. It's huge. It's yeah. absolutely huge. I wish it was the evening and I wish we were we were drinking alcohol and not coffee. <laughs> someday. 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 I'll and, come uh, you're doing a, yeah, I mean, not to keep rambling on about this, but your book launch, you're going to do a book launch, right? Yeah, I'll probably have. Um, I still got to figure that out, but I'm going to do like a little book launch party up here in 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 Massachusetts, in Somerville. Um, right. I don't know when. Tell me, I want to go. When exactly, but it'll be happening. It'll all be out there. So Sign me a copy. I, I will in person to my biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what are we doing for the next episode? I mean, we talked a little bit about it this time, but I think we should, we're going to dive into social and marketing and all the stuff you'll be having to do yeah. next time. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be I'll be probably deep in the weeds with a plan and kind of the things I'm going to be doing over the next couple of months. So by then, yeah, maybe uh, at least at least resources. I need to. At least I yeah. need to if I want to spread the word. So, um, but yeah, that'll be it. We'll talk. And then maybe I'll finish editing sometime, and we can talk about the sad process of querying. You have I you have I'm setting I'm going to start setting dates for you. I'm going to start becoming a project. I said June because I read so. somewhere that June was a good month to query, but it's you every that. chapter takes about five hours to edit, and that's not. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Just, just let the AI do it. No. 
I'm not letting that touch my book. All right. Well, stick around for the next episode. Next time we'll talk marketing and social media stuff and see where Tim is at in his book and see if he's if he's crumbled and is going to start using AI. No, Tim. never. All right. Well, yeah, don't use AI, but you know, until next time, just keep writing. 